Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Um, I'm very excited. Today, we're talking to Randy Kaufman. We're going to talk about um, kind of his uh, fast-paced offense. Very exciting stuff. You know, some of the stuff that I've done in the past, some of the stuff I'm thinking of tweaking for the future. So very excited. I'm head Randy on because both him and I are going to be talking down at the Legends Clinic down outside of Atlanta. So if you're anywhere in the South, make sure you, you check down the show notes. Um, it's the 14th of that weekend, I think, 14th, 14th. Um, you know, you come on down, we'll take really good care of you. We'll, uh, we'll have lunch together. We can talk hoops when, when I'm not up talking about our basketball program. So uh, very excited. Make sure you go over and check it out. Um, two other things, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's, it's what allows me to, to do those kind of clinics. It allows me um, to, to do these podcasts. It allows me to do lots of things. So if you'd like to give back a little bit, you love these podcasts, it'd be a great way to kind of help us. Um, it is not only a men- mentorship and a community, but it's got resources and courses and you name it. It's got it. I don't think there's anything else on the market like it. Also, make sure you go over and check out Dr. Dish, um, the number one, in my opinion, shooting machine on the market. There's, it's second to none. I do not think you will be disappointed. I think you will love it. Uh, make sure you go over and check it out and let me know if you have any questions on it. They'll take really good care of you. And if you mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $300 off your next purchase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. A lot of golden nuggets in here. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm going to try to get my volume set here today. Holy cow, early morning, Coach. Um, coach Randy, all right. So Randy, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, kind of ex- kind of tell the, the audience your basketball journey, kind of how we ended up at this point talking today. Um, and then, gosh, is it how many weeks is it? It's like five, six weeks to the, to the clinic, I think, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting close. We're, we're getting, getting close. close. I'm gonna have to start working on my notes. Holy cow! I've been really, I've been <laughs> in summer mode. Um, but go ahead, tell everybody kind of your basketball journey and kind of how we ended up where we are right now. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, this is year thirty for me. So uh, yeah, thirty-one crazy veteran to to say the least. And uh, started at a coaching everything when I first got in this 30 years ago I coached middle school basketball middle school football high school baseball I was really uh my education got paid for through the sport of baseball I was a left-handed pitcher in the OVC and uh at UT Martin and okay. uh but basketball was always my love uh, yeah played three sports hey, before in that, you know, I, think that's, I think that's an important thing for the especially for the young coaches teachings teaching coaching's coaching I coached like three yeah. sports when I started. I think you learn a little bit. Eventually, you'll have to narrow it because you're, 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 like, you're like you and I. We run out of gas. Um, you can only do so much. But I think at those young ages where you're just going, 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 coach as many things as you can. I mean, you'll learn something in every, every, in every step, I think. Oh, I think so. And, and you know, the crazy thing is, uh, food for thought, even to this day, I will go and sit at a great football coach's practice. Yes. I think you can learn uh, from other people and strategies and the way they do it and not be totally focused on the X's and O's of, of your particular uh, sport. So, but yeah, so uh, I started in Crockett County. I was there five years. Um, I got my first opportunity to coach at the high school level at Dyer County High School which is in uh, Dyersburg, Tennessee. It's about an hour north of, of Memphis. Okay. And uh, I was there for two seasons, and I got an opportunity to go to Dyersburg City School, which at that time, uh, and, and still is, uh, uh, it's a special school district. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, there's funding in the system, and there's also great support. So, uh, you know, as, as much as I loved where I was, at Dyer County, I had to make a, a family decision, and right. uh, those get tough at times. You know, I had, in fact, I, I was leaving a team that won 24 games. We're all sophomores. Uh, we had built that program <laughs> from nothing, and in fact, the year I left, they were number one team in the state. They went 36 and 0 and got beat in the uh, sub-state, oh. uh, one, one step away from the dance. So, uh, you know, but uh, again, it would have been selfish, selfish thoughts for me to stay there. Uh, right. You know, we had our body of work had had led them and they were going to be successful uh, no matter who was coaching. So, right. you know, at, at point you got to make family decisions along the way too. So I've got a wonderful wife. I've been married for 26 years. I got two kids, three grandkids. Yes, man. I'm like aged out. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, it goes back to the, it's the thing is, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting near the end. I, I don't know how many years I have left, but it's like, the thing, the thing about coaches is you're always going, oh, man, there's that seventh grade group coming up. Or there's you're always, you're always looking. It's like, oh, my God. It's like my wife looks at me and she just shakes her head. It's like, oh, you know, there's that group. There's that one group. It's like, but we're always. I know. Yeah. You just got to make so you're so reluctant to leave because, I mean, because part of the reason we do this is we love kids and we love coaching. And, you know, it's not, you know, we're not on TV making millions of dollars. It's not, there's no alternative motive here, to be honest with you. Um, well, it, it is. And, you know, to, and Steve, you can relate to this too. You know, you do it as long as we have, you know, I'm, I'm going into your 30 and 
and they just keep young. You know, you, you keep that, that young, that fire. And, uh, you know, I stayed at Dyersburg 19 years. Okay. Uh, so uh, I was there, you know, and, and it was just like you were just alluding to. You know, you see, you knew what your sixth grade was, what your seventh grade was, yeah. what your eighth grade was. You knew that about every third year in the cycle, you're going to have a chance to make a big-time run you right. know, toward a toward a state tournament appearance and, and possibly a state title. So, you know, I was able to do those things there. You know, I was able to influence a lot of kids. Um, we had our SID, our sports information director, call me because we put up a new website at our new school, uh, Lakeway Christian Academy, just outside of Knoxville. And uh, they were like, man, I need your bio. And I'm like, so not into that. I know. And I, and I said, man, I don't care about talking about me and what I've done. Right. It, it, you know, that's really not it. I, but, but I will say this, there's one thing that, that is very important to me. And, uh, you know, the wins, the losses, the championships, the, all that stuff, man, all that stuff is great. And I, you know, one day I guess I'll sit around and remember it and, and laugh and talk. And, but you know, I've had 64 kids that have signed collegially and that is, that's a, such a blessing to me. Right. That's why we do this thing. Yeah. And it's so, like, I, people always ask me too. And it's like, I tell them, I said, I don't really even think about that. I th- I said, someday I'll be on a boat fishing and I'll be casting. I'll go, <laughs> Oh, I had a pretty good career. It was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did all right. But you're, you're in the heat of the battle at this point. I think going back to one other thing you said, and it's the same with teaching. There's a life force with youngsters that, that people that aren't around it don't understand. It's like, it's almost like the movie cocoon. If you remember the movie cocoon, um, where I get energy from them. When I walk into the gym or I walk into my classroom and I'm dragging, it's like, whoa. It's like, cause they're 16 to 18 year olds and they've got like, and I coach guys and guys are like, you know, the hormonal thing is just crazy. It's like, um, <laughs> but so, so where, so that's where you are right now. How long have you been at the place you've been at now? Well, uh, I, I actually, uh, this is my second year. I'll be entering my second season. This is actually just completed my first full year. I got okay. the job in May, so I really didn't even have a team. That The school is new. Okay. So we literally didn't even have a team uh, this past year for me to even go through a summer program with. Really? Um, we, uh, we got going in August and started individual workouts and, and doing th- that type of thing. And, um, you know, this was really our first summer together. So, you know, the thing kind of came full circle for them. I mean, we're literally teaching from ground up. Like, it's, it's total culture rebuild. Uh, I've been very fortunate in my career to do this. This will be the third time. Uh, we built a program uh, at Dyer County. And, uh, you know, I built a program at Dyersburg. But I knew, you know, those were established schools. Right. So it was more... Let's get in. Let's get the work going. Let's get the culture started, but never from scratch where there were no players. Like you literally don't have a team. <laughs> and so that's got to be kind of fun, crazy. though. That's got to be kind of fun because well, you're building room. It, it was crazy. Uh, my, you know, I can't tell you how many of my friends said, "You have lost your mind, Randy. What are you doing, dude?" I mean, we left. Uh, I was at Riverdale for the three previous years, and and during that time, it's the first job that I'd taken that it wasn't build the program right the program was there. Riverdale had great success they had four state titles before I got there in the last nine years right but we had great talent and so the 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 program itself I mean without using that word I guess I use that word kind of recruited itself to some degree because kids I mean it was a high level winners yeah yeah 
yeah, you, it's national nationally ranked program. They've been nationally ranked for seven or eight years. And that job had come to me two different times. And I denied it because my kids were in school. Right. And it wasn't like I wasn't what Dyersburg. We were winning there and I and, right. uh, had great success. But I didn't want to move my kids in high school. And uh, it was crazy. The thing came back around to me again. And I go and I interview for the job. And I'm like, you know, it, it was such now. My son was a senior and a three-sport guy. And I told him, I said, look, you can stay with family here or you can go. And, and he came down and visited with us. And we left and went to Riverdale High School his senior year. And uh, I stayed there three years. We were, again, uber-talented. A uh, whole different set of issues there in regards to getting kids on the same page, that kind of stuff. You know, uh, people said, man, you got to coach great talent. That had to be fun. Boy, it must have been easy to win those state titles there. And, and we were. We won three in a row there. We won two national championships in a row. Right. But there's a lot to be said about nine Division One kids on a high school team. I mean, you got to get some buy-in. you got to get some share. you got to get some unselfish. Uh, right. You know, and then so there's a lot. You know, every every job kind of has its own nuances and its own thing. But I was very proud of of how our kids bought into what we were selling, and and then taking that and making it as successful as we could make it. Well, and I think that, I think you hit a I think you hit a big point about that. Um, every, every the grass isn't always greener, and everybody has their. Um, their uh their issues i i i I tell people that it's when i had all my d when i when i had that stretch where we were just you know all the d1 guys it's hard to get everybody on the bus i think it was nick saban who said his spring practice is to get the right guys on the bus and get them in the right seats and the wrong guys off the bus i think that was nick saban who said that but it's true it's like Uh, (laughs) you know you got to get them on the bus and then you got to get them in the right seat and the guys that shouldn't be on the bus, you got to get off the bus. <laughs> and that's not an easy task at all by any stretch. Um, yeah, so much, so much truth in that. So Go ahead. much truth in that. But it yeah. was a great, a great experience. It was hard to leave that because we literally were returning six Division One kids. Right. And, uh, you know, this Lakeway Christian Academy thing came to me, uh, you know, and I, I didn't even – I had no desire to leave. I'll right. be honest. We're going to go – State title number four. We're going to right. four in a row. Right. And uh, you know it. You know it was it was almost it, it was almost a godly thing. You know it wasn't almost a guy. It was a godly thing to me. Right. And, and I went down here to not burn a bridge because, as I just told you, I just finished year thirty. So right. uh, the private sector and being able to double dip with state retirement that was always in the back of my mind as something I wanted to do later on because I'm not done with this. I'm ready to. You know, I'm ready to go. Right. And uh, so we go down, we go down to, inter- to the job interview. I'm walking in. I'm expecting this thing to be a bunch of rich money mongrels. We're going to buy Riverdale's coach away. And right. I sit down and it was the most humble people in this boardroom. And they proceeded to tell me the most godly story of the origin of this school. And I li- listen, I even took my wife with me. I'm like, man, I take my wife because there is no way that she's going to get talked into this. You know, this is not going to happen. Our grandbabies are back within 30 minutes of where we were living before. Right. I turned around an hour into the interview and my wife's crying. And I'm going, this is about to get serious. This is about to get 
Yeah, That's- it was, but, but it, it's, it's absolutely been a godsend. Uh, you know, the, the, the competitive side of you, hey, let's see if you can do this from nothing. You know, you've right. done it from something twice. Right. And then you've got to coach kids at the highest level in your career. And here you are with a chance to move to uh, the Smoky Mountains and live in a beautiful area and, and, and have a chance to create your own culture. And that was such a, a lure to me to the point where I denied, denied, denied. And then, you know, it, it was crazy. We were sitting out on the back, on our back deck grilling out one night. My wife said, what are you going to do about that Lakeway thing? And cause we'd literally not been talking about it. We just like denied it. Right. And, and it, it was just still there. You know, it, it, it was a, it was God working on our heart, heart that, that we needed to be there to, to help, this journey along for them, this Christian education in an area that does not have such available. Right. Uh, already. So it's, it's exciting times up here. Well, it's also, it's also, it's also a growth for you. I mean, just think about, I mean, it, it changes, change is inevitable. I tell my boys, it's like, there's very few things, taxes, death and change. Things are going to change. So you have one of two ways of dealing with it and change is good. I mean, it, I think it, it, it helps us grow. Um, you know, as a coach, you're going to have to do things you haven't done in 10 years, probably, or 20 years or new things. It's going to, it's going to be um, interesting. So coach, how would you explain your coaching philosophy for anybody that's listening? Gosh, you know, it, it, I'll say this to any young coach that's out there, take the pieces that you've got and, nurture those pieces and then decide, right. you know, and, and I, I, I've, I've been very flexible in my coaching career. You know, some of my early influences, uh, Tommy Patterson at an early coaching, he was the best thing that could ever happen to me. God put him there for me right. because he was, he was really kind hearted. Uh, and he showed the girls that he loved them. Like they, they got it and they right. would literally through a wall for him. Right. <laughs> and uh, he was he was big on fundamentals, not big on X's and O's. That wasn't his thing. He was going to play basketball and he was going to do it with kids who would run through a wall for him. And, you know, they were going to do just fundamentally, they were going to be really sound. So he was a great, a great influence. And then, you know, my first high school job, I got to work with a guy named Butch Hopkins, who's, uh, who knows how many games Butch has won, seven, 800 probably. <laughs> right. uh, in fact, he's retired now. And, and Butch was big on player development. And I thought, you know, in year five of my coaching career, you know, Butch comes into my life and right. shows me the importance of, of being able to develop the pieces. Get the pieces right. This ain't always about you right. and what you know. Right. It's about what can you teach and what can you teach them. And, and I was really influenced by that, you know, at, at an early age. So, you know, when you say philosophies, Right now, you know, my thing is it, it, it comes from a, a guy named Rick Ensel. And, and Rick has been very influential in many, many college or high school and college coaches. I mean, he's in nine Hall of Fames, uh, head coach at MTSU Women right now. And, and Rick said this to me. He used to have – he's won, I don't know, 11, 12 state championships in the girls' high school game. And then he's won conference championship after conference championship in uh, CUSA with MTSU women. In fact, they should be one of the best teams in the country this year. I mean, they're going to be a top 20 program. Um, but, you know, his thing was this. You better be able to, at the end of the day, we can all come up with all this fancy stuff. We're going to press you this way. We're going to put this trick. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, you better get stops in the half court 
and you better be able to score it in the half court. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, a couple things that you can do is you can subscribe and like, and you can leave a review. I read every one of those reviews. They mean a lot to us. You could also, if you want to help us keep the lights on here, um, you can go over to uh, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon, and that will give us, that will go to our affiliate link for Amazon. So anytime you shop on Amazon, it won't cost you anything. Amazon goes, ooh, Coach Collins sent them there. They'll get, we get a small little commission. If we get enough people to do that, it's going to allow us to pay for our hosting fees and all the things that kind of come along with uh, doing several podcasts. Um, so that's a way you could help us out. Also, you could help us out by going over and joining teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Everybody wants to be a better coach. We are here to help you become that better coach. So I hope you're enjoying this. Back to the podcast. And that, that always stuck with me. Right. And whether that meant, you know, Steve, if that meant I need to develop my players such that if you, you might be able to stop my double screen action, but can you stop my kid in space? Right. If I well, I've always said, I've always space, said high school basketball is about matchups. <laughs> it's about matchups. It's about, you know, how can you defend? Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, and it's a simple game. You got to score more than the other team. <laughs> Which means you have to stop exactly. them, and you got to put that little round thing in that little round cylinder. That's it's pretty simple game when you think about it. Kind of, kind of diving in. I, I, I agree with this, and I, and I talk about this in my, in my, in my classes. I, I'm a math teacher, but I talk about life lessons a lot. And I said, and, and I said I've been successful because I found the right Yodas through my life, and the, and the right Yodas are the right mentors. Um, you know, yeah. and then as you get older, you put mentors in different categories. Like my brother would be in my financial category. He, he thinks he's supposed to be in the basketball category, but he's really over in the financial category. Um, and, you, know, you put people in different categories. As you get older, you get more pieces, more mentors, more, more Yodas that can kind of help you, I think. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm the coach I, I am because of people that have helped me along the way. I've taken a little piece of each of them and they, that's hopefully I've, they've helped me along my journey. Um, but it sounds like it happened that way for you too. Yeah. 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 And you know, I think a lot of mistakes that I see with young coaches is they want to, a lot of the young guys want to, they want to stamp their name on I, I, listen, (laughs) I'm not about that. I want people around me smarter than me. Right. Uh, I want some people around me that can teach me daily. Uh, I was very fortunate when I got the job here. Uh, I hired uh, as my number one assistant is a guy named um, uh, out of he, he's out of out of Granger County, and he had a huge success there. His name's Justin Combs, and he's won I don't know four or five hundred games. When I was in Double A in Dyersburg, you know we were always we had to get through him to get to state. He had to get through us to get to state. You know to win a state title. Just a great coach, and you know. He was kind of in the same boat as me with this Lakeway thing, and he's from the area up here. And I was very fortunate to hire him as an assistant. Uh, really good on the defensive side of the ball with presses and very good with high-low stuff and developing post kids. Right. Well, you know, I, the last my last nine years, I haven't had a post. <laughs> the last post I had signed at Ole Miss right. in 2011. Right. So – my last eight years, I had to readjust. And that's kind of where we came up with what we're doing now. Right. And, and that's, we are playing uber fast. 
and you know it, it, it's a great style it's it's really fun but um you know in, in regards to in regard to, the circle's got to be small and the people in that circle man got to be on the same page and you know i'm very fortunate where i'm at right now that we, we have that it's from like meet the parents that circle of trust is very small yes it's uh um, and I think your mentors, for the young coaches listening, I think your mentors, don't find yes men or yes women. Find people that are going to, like, I want my coaches questioning me. Um, you know, I want I want to be pushed to the envelope because it makes me, otherwise I'm going to get in a rut. I want to I think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. So let's dive into your style. Tell me about your style a little bit. What do you mean well, by you know, that? Well, as I said earlier, Steve, we well, I had bigs when I first started at Dyersburg. We always had big kids. I'd have multiple six-footers. I was 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, I was 6'5", six, 6'3", six, at one time. So we played uh, We played to that. Like, we did right. crazy stuff. We we literally would guard everybody, no helpers. I was 6'5", back there that would wipe it out. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of played to that a little you bit. You clean up your mess. So the bigs clean up your mess. Exactly. Is what yeah. Yeah. And then one year, uh, we funneled everything. Like this past year, we funneled everything to our 6'4". I've got a big again. But prior to that, prior to this past season, I had five sixes to five eights, a bunch of them. So, you know, we're like, we got to find a niche. What can our niche be? And, man, we just kind of sold out to we're going to play fast. You know, you, you know the, the, the Paul Westhead theory. Let's shoot it in seven seconds. Right. Uh, the Grinnell says, we're going to press you on a make or a miss. Yep. Um, I'm not necessarily that wild but, because I can't stand to watch a layup. So, but we do play fast with the ball, and we try to control tempo with the ball. And we're trying to literally shoot the ball in five seconds. And so we're very systematic in what we do. We're very uh, systematic in how we teach it. And, you know, we, we start with just core fundamentals. If we're, our goal is to play 75 possessions in a high school game. That's what we want. We want 75 of them bad boys. So our normal high school game is going to have around 50. Right. We're trying to speed the thing up. And, and so we're playing a numbers game, and then we're teaching concepts. Sure. And, and, you, and, and there's two theories on that. Here's the math teacher in me. You probably feel, figure you're more – it's a law of large numbers. You think you're better probably than most teams you play. So more possessions probably add up to better for you. And you're used mm-hmm. to that – and you're used to that style. So let, let's do a counter. So I'm playing you. Do you have a shot clock uh-huh. in your state? We don't. Boy, I wish we did. <laughs> we would love that shot clock. <laughs> okay, so I'm playing you and I'm even with you. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to come down. What are you going to do when I'm taking 30, 40 seconds off the clock? Yeah, so at that point, we've got to decide what best fits us. Is it half-court run and jump? Okay. Is it half-court trap? Is it three-quarter court trap? We're going to do something to keep the game fast, even if that means we might give you an easy look, but we might take it from you. Right. So I'm not sold out to Grinnell that we're just going to turn around. And if you make a, a full-speed layup, you make a full-speed layup. Right. Uh, but we've still got the defensive, the defensive side of it as well. And we've had that happen in the past. You know, people say that all the time. Well, what, what do you do when, when uh, there's – well, here's the thing. This year, nobody was as – I wasn't as good as anybody. Right. I started two seventh graders, an eighth grader, 
a ninth grader and a tenth grader. That's what we started. We played a full varsity schedule. Right. So my leading scorer was a 12-year-old, just turned 13 in the season. Like, literally is pulling teeth out on game day. I'm like, what are you doing? You've got a tooth pulled. She's lost a tooth. Who does that? Now, the kid is uber – she's uber talented. I mean, right. She's one of the top the top seventh graders in the state of Tennessee. But, you know, who? what we did this year was different. So we took this system of we're going to play fast. And, you know, as you said earlier, see, there's a flip side of that coin. Okay, well, here was the flip for us. We're so young. If we shoot it fast, we won't turn it over. Right. And that's true. It's the, it's the law of large numbers. It's like, I remember watching some freshman girls. No, no, it was freshman. It was middle school girls game, like my third year coaching. And, and the, and I was watching what they were doing. And then I went up to the coach who was a friend afterwards. He's going, what are you doing? He goes, well, I tell them <laughs> to shoot it as fast as they can because they'll turn it over. Don't do that. Go, now, granted, I'm being a little bit facetious with that because right. I mean, if you're going to play 25 possessions, there, there has to be some there has to be some quantitative thoughts by your kids. Number right. one for us, ten to two, ten to right. two. So if we're down ten, we're down two. If we're up ten, we're up two because we're going to allow we want the game to possessions. So right. we have to keep those thoughts in mind, and then you know, paramount to this is value the basketball. We have to value the ball. Do right. We do not turn the ball over. And I'm so proud of that. At, at Riverdale, in our three years there, the most turnovers we averaged in any game, in any season, was 10.2. Now, that is playing at stupid speed. We were the number one scoring team in the state of Tennessee three years in a row. And we did that by valuing the ball. Now, we might take it from you. We're going to be aggressive defensively. We might, if we can take it from you 15 to 18 times and we're only giving it up 10 on average, there are many times at the end of the season where our turnovers were going to be five or less for a game of 75 possessions. Now, in girls' game, that's, I mean, you're going to get 12, 13 extra times. Now, if I've taught you the correct shot, what's a Lakeway shot? What's a Riverdale shot? Right. And as long as we're taking those shots, we feel like we've got an advantage. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I are you and I are the same. Per- you ask any one of my players, and what will what will get you pulled as fast as anything is not respecting the basketball. I mean, turnovers well, drive me bonkers. <laughs> I, I totally get it, Stephen. And but now, likewise, the first forty five fifty minutes of every practice are devoted to those things: right. ball handling, dribbling, playing at a fast pace. Um, Turnovers. We're just, we're not we're we're charting that. You know right. we're charting that at practice, and I think you know that's really been the thing is is how we do it. And, and you know again, I I am no genius. I'm probably the least smart. I don't even know how in the world I got a master's degree. But my point is, everything that we've done, we've borrowed from somebody, and right. we kind of morphed it into this is who we are, yep. and this is how we're going to do it. And our kids love it. They love it. Yeah. Uh, the first year at Riverdale, we we set we set state records in three pointers made, um, three pointers made in the game in the state tournament, three point percent. We shot forty percent from three for the season. But we didn't start this system because we felt like we were superior. When I was at Dyersburg, I was five six to five eight. 
a bunch right. of them, really athletic. So our thought was, let's let's shoot it. Let's let's shoot 33s a game. Let's shoot it fast. Let's get long rebounds. And then let's give our kids some cheat codes to help them get to those rebounds. And so it was kind of a here's here's what we got. We got we got nine athletes that are all about the same. So let's get their shooting percentage to where it's right and then let's play a numbers game. Now when we took that to Riverdale, that really changed because now there was seven, eight division one kids out there doing it and they loved it. So it, it was really fun style. It's an easy style to sell too. It is easier style to sell. I think um, you probably have to play more kids. Yeah, you can. We, we did it this summer with seven because we had injury twice. Right. Nine and, and 10 is the max number. Right. I, I think that's like the target number. And, and I only say that because, you know, again, you're going you're gonna to think I'm crazy. I say, I don't run my kids. Our practices will get you in shape. Right. I don't want my legs dead at the end. So it's very, it, it's very fundamental that I'm playing 10 kids through Christmas. Well, we're doing that to build depth. We're doing that to save legs. And yeah. then when we get to the turn, that thing is chopped back to about eight, and it's eight good ones. Right. And, and the thing is, I, I, I tell young coaches, like, so if you get in early foul trouble, I'll pull you early in the season because I'm trying to find I'm trying to find my bench too. You know, it's like early in the season, exactly. I'll play more kids because once tournament time comes around, I'm going to have my seven, eight. And then, you know, foul trouble things happen. But um, so how do you practice plan, coach? To the minute. Okay. To the minute. Everything is to the minute. And everything is fast. The first 45, 50 minutes of a practice are, are literally devoted to pass, catch, dribble, shoot, share, communicate. These things are going on nonstop, and it's one to the other. When I'm at practice, I don't use a whistle. I talk, and I talk fast. Oh. Everything we do is fast. I'm going to, I'm going to just explain that. Now, once we got the drills t- taught, you know, we, we're sold out to the ecosystem, some Don Meyer stuff. You know, you're going to start repeating, but I might just walk up to the point guard and, and say, look, we're going 32 and 2. And boy, here we go 32 and 2. Guy. And then you're going to hear it flying all over the gym. You're going to see kids flying around. If we don't transition well between each drill, then that's going to be noted. So when I say I don't run our kids, I don't preseason run, I preseason skill set. But once we get to the season, I mean, we've got standards. And so, yeah, we'll, we, don't, we don't call out running punishments. Look, man, we run 11s. And so, you know, if we feel like that we didn't make a standard, then we're going to run 11s to meet that standard, whatever that might be. If we were in a shooting drill and we fell four short, we got four 11s. And what so are those? What are those? We're on the line, 11 seconds on the clock, get to the other baseline and bite. Back. Whole okay. team better. So – you know, but we don't. We never look at it as punishment. It's always, hey, look, we this is going to give us a chance to be faster. So maybe we make an extra, we get an extra possession because of these. And so everything is built toward the positive twist or the positive side of our system. So our kids are killing it. They're trying to make tens. They're trying to make nines, and we'll chop it down to that. Right. And just see who can do that. So everything is competitive, but at the same time. You know, we're teaching fast. We're playing fast. We're coaching fast. And I'm, that's not to say that we're not going to stop, explain angles, that right. kind of stuff that we're trying to, you know, that, that's going to be going to be fundamental to us. But 
no, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun style. It, it's a fun practice. I, I can tell you that. None of our practices are ever two hours. Uh, you, normal, a normal practice would have between 105 and 115 minutes on it. And the girls always say you can go in and add another 15 minutes in, Coach, because you know you. You're going to get into one of your tangents, and you're going to start running your chops, and we're going to be here for a few. And right. they're probably right. But another thing that we, we think is fundamental to our program that's different than everybody else, we do not take kids out for mistakes. You do not get jerked if you do something wrong. We value the basketball. If my point guard throws it to her grandmother in the third row, she's not getting taken out. Now, she knows when she gets back on that bench, we're going to talk, we're going to discuss that. What in the world are you, why are you trying to get Aunt Susie involved? What are you right. doing? Right. But we don't take kids out because we're trying to play so fast. I do not need their emotions anywhere but in our system. And so that's been something that, that's really been different. I know a lot of the assistants that I've brought on in the past, that's one of the first things I say, how do you do that? How can you, you know, we don't be little kids. Right. We, we just don't. No, that's fundamental to us. We're going to keep you in a positive frame of mind, and we're going to be intense doing it. And I think, you know, if I said, I, if I could give anything to a young coach, I would say this. Be intense, but be positive. I think it's a gift. It is. It's a it's gift. Hard. Yep. It's why I hired Justin Combs, because he has that niche. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop running. You go, you call home. You go, honey, I need to join teachhoops.com. I need to become a better basketball coach. This coach Collins knows what he's talking about. He's experienced it all. He can help me take my game to my coaching game to the next level. I hope I can. I think I can. Go over and check it out. Subscribe and like. Make sure you go over also and check our YouTube channel out, um, Teach Hoops on YouTube. Hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. I think we're over thousands of videos now. Um, go over and check that out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do any shopping tonight, click on our Amazon link down below and then go shopping. You won't even notice it. It doesn't cost you anything. And we get a small little affiliate. Helps us with our hosting fees. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.